Hello there, and welcome to Grim Reading, where each episode we read and review a Brothers Grimm tale. My name is Matthew Hughes, and with me on this journey is my co-host, Mr. Adam Field. This week on Grim Reading. The Wolf and the Seven Little Kids. So make yourself comfortable and prepare for a Grim Reading. There was once upon a time an old goat who had seven little kids. So they're kids as in... Ah, they're goat mm. kids, not human kids. And she loved them with all the love of a mother for her children. Now one day she wanted to go into the forest and fetch some food. So she called all seven to her and said, Dear children, I have to go into the forest. Be on your guard against the wolf. If he comes in, he will devour you all, skin, hair and all. The wretch often disguises himself but you will know him at once by his rough voice and his black feet. Rough voice and black feet. Keep that in mind. Okay. Not just, it's a wolf. No, no, you, no, no. Okay. Rough voice. Rough voice. Black feet. Black feet. How do you spot a wolf? <laughs> I well, I, I don't know. I've been going wrong with these years. Rough voice, black feet. Got it. The kids said, Dear mother, we will take good care of ourselves. You may go away without any anxiety. Then the old one bleated. And went on her way with an easy mind. Do uh, goats bleat? I suppose they do. They do. I don't know where she's gone either. She just says she's got to go Shopping. to the forest. Yeah. Now, it was not long before someone knocked at the door. They, they live in a house. Okay. Yeah. Right. I didn't realise that. <laughs> and called, open the door, dear children. Your dear. mother is here and has brought something back with her for each of you. Does that work? Does that sound like the mummy? <laughs> uh, my first guess would be No. She's talking about herself in the third person. She's got a very deep voice. Or what was it? A rough voice? Rough. But the little kids knew that it was the wolf by the rough voice. Right. They haven't checked out the black feet, though. No. We will open... Oh, no. We will not open the door. Right. <laughs> right decision, kids. We will not open the door, cried they. You are not our mother. She has a soft, pleasant voice. But your voice is rough. You are the wolf. Oh, clever. And the wolf went, gosh... Darn it! <laughs> and he went away to a shopkeeper and bought himself a great lump of chalk. He ate this and it made his voice soft. Whoa, 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 whoa. He ate chalk and it softened his voice. Have you never eaten chalk? No. Mate, you've got to try that stuff. I really have. And then he came back to the house and he knocked at the door and cried, Open, <coughs> Open the door, dear children. Oh, the chalk's worked. Your mother is here and has brought something back with her for each of you. But the wolf had laid his black paw against the window. Ah, uh, so, mistake. So he's leaning his paw against the window while Why? he's saying that. He's out of breath. <laughs> Does he stand on his hind legs, then? I guess so. I guess so. Uh, and the children saw them, uh, the paws, and yep. cried, We will not open the door. Our mother has not black feet like you. You are the wolf. And the wolf... Oh, these meddling kids. Uh, and he ran to the baker. And he said to the baker... I have hurt my feet. Rub some dough over them for me. <laughs> what? Rub some dough over them? And when the baker had rubbed his feet with dough, he ran to the miller and said, Strew some white meal over my feet for me. What? The miller thought to himself, Hmm, the wolf wants to deceive someone, and he refused. <laughs> if you spot any suspicious behaviour, <laughs> alert the police. But the wolf said, If you do, will not do it. I will devour you. 
So the miller was afraid, and he made his paws white for him. Yes, that's how people are. <laughs> that's what the story says. Yes. yes, that's how people are. Yeah. As in what? People don't want to be devoured. So the miller was afraid and he did it anyway. Yes, that's how people are. People right. are cowardly Brothers little sniveling. Yeah. Get on the high horse a little bit. Yeah. But then he says, I've hurt my feet, rub some dough on it. Is that a known remedy for bad feet? Well, he's not deceived. Should we, should we deal with this at the end? Okay. Because this is re- that is weird. Yeah, so he's got the dough on his feet and then some white meal on white his meal. feet. White meal. Right, yes. Yeah, so it's like wholemeal, white meal. Nice. So now the wretch went for the third time to knock on the door. And once he'd knocked, he said, I open the, <clears throat> I open the door for me, children. Your dear little mother has come home and has brought every one of you something back from the forest with her. And the little kids cried, First, show us your paws, that we may know if you are our dear little mother. So he put his paw through the window. Through the window. And the kids saw this, and they saw that they were white. And they believed all that he said was true. And they opened the door. No. The wolf is in. What are you doing? First of all, goats have hooves, not paws. (laughs) Come on, guys. Get it together. But who should come in but the wolf? Oh, no. They were terrified and wanted to hide themselves. One sprang under the table, the second into the bed, the third into the stove, the fourth (sighs) into the kitchen. It's just pandemonium. The fifth went into the cupboard, the sixth under the washing bowl, and the seventh went into the clock case. Whoa! How big's the clock? So now it's like a horror film. Like, everyone's hiding, and then he's, like, peeking out. (gasps) But the wolf found them all and used no great ceremony. One after the other, he swallowed them down his throat. What? Uh, what? what? He's got them? Mm-hmm. No. Now, the youngest, who was in the clock case, was the only one he did not find. <sighs> so he's just witnessed all his yeah. siblings being... That's brutal. ...eaten by a wolf. Now, when the wolf had satisfied his appetite, he took himself off, laid himself down under a tree in the green meadow outside, and began to sleep. Of course. And soon afterwards... The old goat came home from the forest, and ah, what a sight she saw there. The door stood wide open. The table, chairs, and benches were thrown down. The washing bowl was broken. Quilts and pillows, they all pulled off the bed. Everything was just a mess. And she sought her children, but they were nowhere to be found. She called them one by one, but no one answered, until at last, when she came to the youngest, a soft voice cried, Dear mother, I'm in the clock case. And she took the kid out, and it told her that the wolf had come and had eaten all the others. And then you may imagine how she wept over her poor children, right? I can imagine she would weep over them, yeah. She's a mother. So, yeah, so there's one little, little one left. And the wolf is asleep in the meadow. And the mum is, is not happy. She's weeping away. Yep. Now, at length in her grief, she went out and the youngest kid ran with her. Now, when they came to the meadow, they saw the wolf lying there by the tree. And he snored so loudly that the branches shook. Wow. Just another reason to hate him. Yeah, I know. No one likes a loud snorer. She looked at him on every side and saw that something was moving and struggling in his gorged <gasps> belly. So she's walked around. Yeah. Him, and there's like his, his belly's <laughs> his belly's like moving, moving. Dancing. <laughs> <laughs> ah, heavens, she said. Is it possible that my poor children, whom he has swallowed down for his supper, can still be alive? <gasps> I hope so. And then the kid had to run home and fetch scissors and a needle and thread. <laughs> what? And the goat cut open the monster's stomach as he slept. And hardly had she made one cut, than one little kid thrust its head out. 
And when she cut farther, all six sprang out one after the other and were all still alive and had suffered no injury whatever. Wow, for that's it, fortunate. For in his greediness, the monster had swallowed them down whole. That is, well, well, rookie mistake, but... What rejoicing there was! They embraced their dear mother and jumped like a sailor at his wedding. <laughs> what? You've never Sa- been to a sailor's wedding? Sailor's weddings? Oh, it's just a non-stop jump fest. Everyone's they jumping around. notorious for jumping. <laughs> so they were just jumping. They just started jumping. There's a, so there's a wolf asleep with his belly cut open. He's not, he's not woken through, wow. through that operation. He ain't woke. <laughs> that not. wolf ain't woke. <laughs> and the mother said, Now go and look for some big stones and we will fill the wicked beast's stomach with them while he is still asleep. So the seven little kids went off, found the biggest stones they could, and yeah. with all speed they brought them back. And they put them in his stomach, as many as they could. And the mother sewed him up again in the greatest haste, so that he was not aware of anything, and never once even stirred. Wow. So he's just undergone open surgery. Yeah, he's in the deepest sleep. He's having a great sleep. <laughs> now, when the wolf at length had had his sleep out, he got on his legs, and as the stones in his stomach made him very thirsty, he wanted to go to a well to drink. So he's like, ah, oh, he's been thirsty. Yeah. But when he began to walk and move about, the stones in his stomach knocked against each other and rattled. So he stands up, he takes a step, and he's like hearing this. Yeah. And then he cried, what rumbles and tumbles against my poor bones? I thought it was six kids, but it's not but big stones. So he's realized that there's uh, big stones in his tummy. And when he got to the well and stooped over the water and was just about to drink, the heavy stones made him fall in and there was no help, but he had to drown miserably. When the seven kids saw that, they came running to the spot and cried aloud, the wolf is dead, the wolf is dead, and danced for joy round about the well with their mother, the end. To start with, I was a little bit disappointed the kids weren't human kids. <laughs> I don't know why. So you thought it'd be the wolf and the Because I thought it was funny, people. like, the wolf and the seven kids. No, no, but as soon as you heard that there was a goat, you were like, ah. Uh, I knew they were going to be uh, of the goat variety. Oh, quite sweet. Imagine seven little goat kids. Yeah. It's quite sweet. They are quite cute. Especially in hiding in the clock. Aww. Mama goat. Yeah. Says, I'm off, out, look after yourselves. Watch out for the wolf. Yeah. Rough voice, black feet. That's the dead giveaway. <laughs> That's a dead giveaway. So they go, yep, mum got it. We'll be, we'll be good. She goes off, out shopping in the forest or whatever. Uh, Wolf, clearly been watching the house, knows she's out. Yeah. Comes up to the door. Uh, try, don't know how he thinks he's going to fool the kids. It's your mum. I've got something for you. <laughs> they know straight away. The voice ain't right. Yeah, they say, no, rough. go away, go away. Don't sound like my mum. So... He goes off and buys loads of chalk to soften his voice. Now, chalk, isn't chalk notorious for making water hard? Like, if you live in an area with hard water. So, I don't know how it softens one's voice. I, you know, I really don't know where the, yeah, the history of that concept is, like, chalk associated with soft. There must be a reason, there must be some historical reason. 
I don't. I don't yeah, I've not come really across that at all as a thing people used to do. I should have researched the history of chalk <laughs> before of I came chalk. to this recording session, <laughs> but uh, that will have to wait. That so that threw me. But yeah. in this story, he swallows the chalk Job and it done. works. He's now got a beautiful high pitched voice. <laughs> uh, he goes off back and, and says the exact same thing it's as he like said a before. Su- soprano. <laughs> and the kids are like. Yeah, he said it word for word, exactly yeah, the same. Yeah. That should have been a bit of a giveaway. I mean, that's pretty stupid, really. Bad tactic. But yeah. the kids are like, ooh, you sound like a mum. But we can see your paw, because he stupidly, this yeah. time, rested his paw against the window. Now, if I were the kids, all I'd say is, just, and all of these encounters, just go to the window. Let me look at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. let me see no. you. But he must have been <laughs> out me... of breath. He's probably smoking <laughs> 40 a day. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's got that rough voice. Against the window. Yeah. <laughs> so they've gone, no, you've got black paws. Sorry, yeah. see you later, mate. He's not thought about breaking and entering at this point. No. No, he wants to come in legit through the front door. Yeah. Uh, so he goes off, goes to the baker, says, I've really hurt my foot. Rub some dough on it, please. The baker goes, that's not weird at all, of course. Rub some dough on it. I don't know if yeah. he's putting the dough on his paws or just it's rubbing like a, it on like it. A making, manicure. Making them sticky. A pedicure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, oh lovely. Is that, I might get that, actually. Is there a place to do the rub dough on my feet? And then he goes to the miller. Goes to the miller and says, got some doughy feet, rub some meal on, meal on it. Some meal, which, uh, so, yeah, what is meal? In my well, head so it was you know, like porridge. Got, you've but, got yeah. whole meal bread, like whole... Yeah. Meal is the ground up... Corn? Wheat. Wheat, yes. So it's not, ground, it's not flour yet, but it's like... A, it's on the way. It's on the way, exactly. <laughs> it's on the way to flour. <laughs> yes, and then, but the... But, so he said, okay, can you rub some meal on my feet? And the miller's like, hang on a second. This oh, is a bit suspicious. Is... I can see what you're after. You want to rub some meal on your feet to disguise yourself as a, <laughs> as a goat to eat their kids. And he's like, listen. If you don't do this, I'm going to devour yeah. you. Exactly. And then the, 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 the miller says, agrees. And, the, and he says, oh, I'll do it then. And that's how people are. Yes, that's how people are. <laughs> Typical, right? I love it in the, the Brothers Grimm where they just... We had it in Thumbling as well, where they just interject yeah. with a moral, a moral message. Like something like, life is full of misery or something. Yeah. What was <laughs> like, that? Truly, life is full of misery. It was <laughs> like that. And uh, I think there was one in The Mouse Bird and the Sausage as well. But yeah, that's clearly the, the authors got the authors... Just sticking in their own worldview. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yes, that's... I don't know what the message there no. is. No. People are terrible. <laughs> when when are they're threatened with their lives, <laughs> people uh, do stuff. People... Put meal on wolf's feet. <laughs> so, so he's got now got meal on his feet. He's got lovely white paws. Mm. Goes back to the kids and says, it's your mum again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they go, mm, is it though? Let's see your paws. Yeah. Forgetting that goats have hooves. <sighs> Come on, kids. <laughs> Shows them the paws. They go, oh, it's mum. Oh, that must be mum. Yeah, it must be mum. <laughs> we, we won't ask to see the rest of you. Like you say, just, just show me your paws. Open the door. He comes in. Mm. Oh, it's the wolf that yeah. they just scatter. Let, let me think if I can remember one under the table, one under the bed. Oh, he's getting the book out. He's gonna. I'm gonna yeah, see if I can out. get this right. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> test me on it. All right, one under the table, one under the bed. You're doing it right in order as well, by the way. This is uh, very impressive. Uh, now I'm not gonna get it right in order. One, there's there's one under the the kitchen bowl. One That's in a the cupboard. Sixth. That's the fifth. Uh. Oh no, where was one? The, the one, third and the fourth. One just goes into a specific room. 
kitchen. Yeah. Oh, what an idiot. He <laughs> didn't hide, he just went into a room. One in the kitchen. Just stood there. <laughs> just I'm safe the now. <laughs> just strolled into the next room. <laughs> the other one, shall I tell you? And then there's one in the clock, but then yeah, there's another one. That is amazing. You've got um, six out of seven. The third went into the stove. Oh, that was it. That was the one I was worried about. Don't go in the stove. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, I didn't help him. Or her. No. So it's only the one that got in the clock. I don't know how big this clock is. It's a grandfather clock. Like, yeah, in my head, it's a grandfather clock. This is like a horror thing. Like, I yeah. can see him peeking out and then, screaming exactly. blood and like... You've got the shot like yeah. from inside the clock looking through the crack in the First door. First of all, it's quiet. Yeah. While they're creeping, there's like creaking floorboards. <laughs> and then he finds them all and there's like... Bah! You know, screaming. Well, it's like, sheep, and then you hear the footsteps and it's yeah. like, he's gone past. And he's holding his breath. You're like... <gasps> No, and then he's not gone past. He's yeah. opening. Ah, oh, scary exactly. stuff. Thankfully, he swallows them whole. In his grooves. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't can't find the seventh one, but I think he's quite full up at this point. So he shoots off for a quick nap. Mum comes back. She says, uh, "What's going on here?" She obviously comes back. The place has been yeah. ransacked. Yeah. Wolf. Now I sacked. think that the little one waited until she called his name until he came out of the clock I think he should have just come out because she would you know he should have just come out immediately but he hears the mother shouting and he stays in the clock I mean maybe he's so yeah, terrified but that, that's, that rings true doesn't it when there's been a horrific murder and the kid's yeah. hiding in the cupboard they're still hiding there and when the police arrive <laughs> that's like dark <laughs> well blimey I think I should have certified this grim <laughs> oh my uh, no that's right because it's, it's goats <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, like Bambi or um, yeah, exactly. Watership uh, down. Yeah. <laughs> the mum's found the the last kid. Yeah. And she's like, so in my head, right? This, so she's like cradling the kid. Like, oh, the wolf. Oh yeah. And yeah. then it's like a sort of like uh, like montage scene where she's like, right, it's like dun dun, and then it's like, go get the box upstairs. But yeah. mum, you said we could never open. <laughs> Do it. And she rips it open and there's like a, a shotgun or something. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. straps a bandana on. Yeah. The sort that's of gearing up montage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then it goes a bit Tarantino. A bit vengeance. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I imagine. Uh, then, exactly, She, she's like, right, let's... Are they looking for the wolf? I don't know. They head it doesn't out doesn't anyway. say. It just says, <laughs> in her grief, she went out. And the youngest kid ran with oh, her. Oh, of course, she's weeping and weeping and weeping. Yeah, maybe she's just, like, staggering around. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> just so dark. But it, for some reason, she went out and came to the meadow. It comes across the wolf. He's found asleep. The tree is uh, shaking so Much strongly. from his yeah. snoring. Mm. Then she walks around him and goes, yeah. oh, hello. Stomach's moving. Mm. The kids are, like, j- jiggling about, trying to get out. She says to the little kid... Go get the knife and the needle and thread. Yeah. Scissors, I think. Oh, was it scissors? Oh, scissors. Surgical scissors, of course. Forceps. Um, So he runs off, comes back. Uh, He's got the the gear. Mm. She starts making an incision in the wolf. The wolf doesn't wake up, which is fortunate for them. Yeah. Tiny incision. Barely started when one of the kids pokes its head out. Mm -hmm. Like, hello. There's a lot of poking heads out of stomachs. Yeah, it did remind me of... Thumbling yeah. the, in the stomach, in the stomach. That's an interesting motif we've discovered. <laughs> Poking what? heads out of stomachs. I wouldn't have predicted that <laughs> at the start of this. No. Should we, we should have a head out of stomach count. What's going to commonly happen <laughs> in, grim, in the Grim Tales? Well, I reckon heads will poke out of stomachs so we're going to cut open. Yeah, should we have a... a yeah. So we're on two. 
Two what? Two two heads and stomachs. <laughs> well, I don't know. We might be on eight because there's oh no seven. Oh, there's six six poke there. That's nature. true. No, I think yeah. All right, we're on. Or two. does that count as one? That's one. Okay. Well, it's a nightmare. This. <laughs> I think that'll be two. Yeah. Okay. All right. They all get out safely. Thankfully, all all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, very could have just left the wolf there. To be honest, I think he would just bled out. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. But it was too dark. But yeah. No, I went there. You went there, sews him up. Well, no, get they get yeah. fill him up with rocks. Yeah, I don't know what she was intending there. Whether she just thought it'd be a funny prank. It's just a prank. No, I thought it would. I think she thought it would end badly for the wall. Yeah, well, like the idea he'd have to eventually pass the stones. <laughs> I, I hadn't thought of that specifically. Um, anyway, sews him up. Yeah. They took off. Yeah. Uh, he wakes up. Mm. He's like, oh, it's rumbling and tumbling in belly, or whatever his rat was. <laughs> yeah. uh, he's like, oh, I'm full of stones. So he said, what rumbles and tumbles against my poor bones? But I thought it was six kids, but it's not but big stones. <laughs> and uh, the, the, this story is the same pretty much in all the different editions of the Brothers uh, okay. This was a, a late Victorian edition, the, the one that we read. Like okay. a, a late Victorian translation. Mm-hmm. In the original German, in the very first Brothers Grimm, there's no song. So it just goes... So he wakes up and he says, It's rumbling and tumbling in my belly. It's rumbling and tumbling in my belly. And I've only eaten six kids. <laughs> <laughs> and then I've got another a modern translation uh, by Ralph Mannheim. And he, he had it as... It's a song again. Uh, What's rumbling and bumbling? Rumbling and bumbling. What's rumbling and bumbling round in my belly? I thought was six little kids, but it's only a lot of stones. <laughs> I could have made it rhyme. No. Nope. So I think we've got the best What's one here. What's rumbling and bumbling? Oh, round in my belly. I thought it was six kids, but it's just a flat screen telly. <laughs> and so he's really thirsty. I guess the stones then... make him thirsty. Cause yeah, quite I can dry. see that. I can feel that. Like imagining yeah. like stones in your belly, you'd be yeah. quite thirsty. You would. Uh... So he goes to the river to have a drink. The stones are so heavy, he falls in and they drag him to the bottom and he drowns. And the kids, this is the bit, you think they've been through a horrible trauma. Understandably, they're watching their aggressor uh, meeting his watery demise. They're quite happy and jumping around and quite that's Mm. just something a bit macabre about that. I agree. I think, uh, I don't know if it was intended like that at the time, but for the modern reader... Yeah, the least dark part is perhaps the wolf trying to eat the little goats. Yeah. The darkest part is the little kids after they've murdered the wolf. Yeah. Go, the wolf is dead, the wolf is dead. And they dance for joy with their mother. Yeah. On, like, around a lake where the wolf is drowned. It's, yeah. That's really dark. To, it's really dark. So they sort of lose a little bit of your sympathy for them. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, so imagine... Family of psychopaths. <laughs> Mum and her seven children, humans... Someone comes in and kidnaps the children. Yeah. Uh, the mum manages to find them and free them. Mm. And then they tie loads of stones to the kidnapper and watch him drown and yeah. do a little dance. Yeah. That is dark. That is super dark. That's why, you know, that's why I didn't certify this grim, because there's, when it's with animals, there's a certain distance. What do you, so what do you think about a moral from this, this story? Oh, okay. Um... Don't trust people. Yeah, that's what I thought, right? Like, don't trust strangers. Yeah, stranger danger. Stranger danger. <laughs> and when the stranger has been killed, 
Be happy. <laughs> don't trust uh, someone with dough on their feet. Yeah, don't be deceived. Yeah. Maybe. Don't fall for something so simple. Yeah. So don't trust strangers, don't be deceived. Question. Do what your mum says. Yeah. Obey your parents. Although they did do what their mum said. They did. It's just he outsmarted her advice. (laughs) The mum should have said, tell him to come to the window and look at him. Yes. But then the window's not stopping him because he put his paw through it. You're right. It actually says he put his paw through the window. So I don't understand that. So I think those are the morals, really. Keep you your window shut. And also that, yes, that's what people are like. People are cowards. <laughs> yeah. Remember that. Well, this may also remind you of the three little pigs. Yes. Now, it did remind me of that in yeah. terms of a wolf coming to a house and trying to get in to yes. eat someone. Yeah. Like a proto three little pigs. Yeah. Like maybe not as good. Not yeah. As instead of the crafted. three little pigs, it's the seven little kids. Yeah. Uh, and there's only one house. Yeah. But the, message, the moral of the three little pigs is build your house strong? Yeah, or I guess um, do things properly. Because yeah, yeah. The, the, ki- the, the, sorry, the kid, the, the pig with the straw and the wood, the one who's properly made a brick house yeah. survives and yeah. saves the other ones. Because they, did, they hadn't really right. done the job properly. No, no, they yeah. half-heartedly done it. Yeah. I think that's the moral. But... Uh, yeah, this is quite similar. The, the Three Little Pigs is actually an English story. I wondered, actually. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the earliest written account is from the 1840s. I've looked okay. it up a little bit. That's a whole other word that we, you know, obviously aren't going to have English time to English folklore. Yet. English folklore, yeah, yeah. Which was inspired, well, the collecting of English folklore was inspired mm-hmm. by the Brothers Grimm's around that time, around the, yeah, the uh, 19th century. And the Three Little Pigs is one of the main ones. And there's so many variations of the Three Little Pigs. Yeah. But there's the main, the main story that we know. It is dates back to then as well. You know, with the little pig, little pig, yeah. when you come in, not by the hair on your chin, 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 chin. chin, chin. So um, the Big Bad Wolf is found across folklore, across Europe, I think. You know, you find him in Russian folk tales, in German, in English. So he's this huge presence. Yeah. Deeply symbolic. There's a lot going on. You know, what does the, the Big Bad Wolf represent? Fear, danger. Yeah. You know, sort of like the... The, the deep dark woods in fairy tales as well. There's a lot of sort of psychological yes. stuff going yeah. on there. No, but it's it's powerful. Thinking of it like a big bad wolf, it's something unsettling mm. about it. Yeah. It's weird. It taps into a part of our psyche. I think it, it does. Did you enjoy the story? What do you, what do you, what do you think we could give that? Okay, so got to rate it something. In my head, I'm thinking straight down the line, five, midway. It's not terrible. It's not as good as some of the others we've we've read. Uh, yeah, I think five's fair. It's quite short, so it's not going to match the heights of like a. Three Little Men in the Woods or whatever. Those are dizzying heights. Those are dizzying heights. Yeah, I think I prefer a... Uh, I prefer a fairy tale tale. Like kings, princesses. Yeah. Magic. Elves. I love all that. Exactly. This is more like a... Yeah, like a moral fable with animals. I, re- I enjoyed it. I think I, I agree really with you. I think... Um, yeah, I'll go, I'll go straight down the line. I'll give it a five. I agree. 
You agree with that? Yeah, 10 out of 20. It's not bad. It's too, not too bad. Because I think I would prefer a story, if we are going to do animals, something like Old Sultan. I enjoyed more. That was brilliant, wasn't it? That was great. Still think about that three-legged cat. It's great. I <laughs> love the three-legged He's cat. It's brilliant. I really struck a chord. Yeah, I love that cat. <laughs> okay, so the next story we have will be the Bremen Town Musicians. Oh, I can't wait for the Bremen Town Musicians. Musician or musicians? Plural, musicians. Oh, more than one of them. More than one. They got a little band going? I guess I'll find out. Stay tuned. See you next time. See ya. Bye. Bye. You can email us at grimreadingpodcast at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at grimreadingpod. Also on Instagram and Facebook, grimreading. You can find us on Podbean, podbean.com slash grimreading. And we also have a website, grimreading.wordpress.com. Keep it grim. Keep it grim.